We all got skills. We have talents and we have passions. But mine, mine happens to be sex. <laughs> this is the Fun Sexual Podcast with your oversharing swinky best friend, Majesty. And I'm talking sex and all of the ways and all of the things that make sex, well, fun. Sexual friends and friends of friends and new listeners. What it do? This is Majesty. I don't even know how to introduce myself right now. This is your um, swinky, nasty, a little, a little crazy sometimes, but in a good way. This is this is your fun ass host of the fun sexual podcast. <laughs> My name is Majesty. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are a new listener, welcome to the Fun Sexual Podcast. If you are a return listener, welcome back to the Fun Sexual Podcast for season two. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I'm mad hype right now. <laughs> I'm mad hype right now for several reasons. One reason, honestly... Right before I recorded this, I took two shots. And here's the thing. I don't drink. <laughs> I I drink wine and champagne. I do not drink liquor. So before this, I was like, you know what? I got to get a little. Uh, I got to get a little spicy. I got to get that little. Because uh, 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 it's cold in here. You see, I got a blanket on right now. And um, I got a heater going because it's, it's, it's cold in here. And I, I didn't want to feel too cold. So I had to take two little shots. And so I'm wired and I'm ready to fucking go. I'm ready to, 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 to start season two. Season two, episode one of the Fun Sexual Podcast. Season one, I gave y'all a lot. Season two, I cannot say that I'm going to give y'all more. But let me tell you what I am going to give you in season two. I'm giving you motherfucking video. We didn't have video in season one. We didn't have video in season one, but now we're going to do the YouTube thing, okay? So you can YouTube the Fun Sexual Podcast and I will be there. Now, when I'm talking about some crazy shit and I'm doing the things that I'm doing with my body or with my hands, you actually going to be able to see it. It's crazy. Everybody kept telling me, you got to do video. You can't just do audio. We got video i haven't potted since august and so much shit has happened since then one i moved i moved in with my parents actually and this is the first time living with my mother since i was 17 before i went to college and this has been interesting you know she's not one of those overbearing parents but like if i want to like fuck the way I could fuck in my own apartment I can't do that upstairs in my mama house you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, I ain't trying to hear her I ain't trying to hear her you know have me nah it <laughs> it just wouldn't be right so you know out of respect I really just don't I have not had sex at my mama's house um I can't walk around naked and Quite honestly, after my breast reduction, that's another thing that happened since the last time I potted. Had my breast reduction. Since my breast reduction, I just want to be naked. I just want to be even more free than I was before. And, like, I can't do that at my mama house. My stepfather did it. I just wouldn't be right. Um, 
got a breast reduction since the last time I recorded. Um, I went down from a triple D to what I'm guessing is like a B or a C. Honestly, I don't know because I haven't worn a real bra since my breast reduction in September. I don't ever plan on wearing a real bra ever again because bras are trash. They are uncomfortable. They are unnecessary. And honestly, like if you could see, I got tiny little titties now and I ain't got to wear no bra no more. So like, I just don't, I don't wear bras right now I have to wear these little ugly surgical bras they look like sports bras but soon I ain't gonna have to wear a bra no more and y'all will probably never ever see me wearing a bra again you gonna see me wearing all the tiny titty clothes that I can fucking find come on Fashion Nova come through Shein come through motherfucking Amazon $20 lingerie pieces because I'm ready I got the titties for them now I'm ready what else has happened since um the last time I potted um a bitch lost 20 pounds. A bitch lost 20 fucking pounds. Uh, I will say three of those pounds came from the breast reduction. I, they took about a pound and a half each. And the other 17 has been a mixture of a couple different things. One is, I'm going to be honest, it's Adderall. Uh, I also got diagnosed with ADHD since the last time I potted. So I've been on Adderall and figuring out, you know, life like that. Um, and the other part of it has been, I just, I, I haven't really had an appetite. I've had a lot of shit going on. Um, and my appetite has definitely been affected because of that. So, um, but it's a lot of good stuff. It's not bad stuff. It's just a lot of good stuff. It's just a lot of things with moving parts. And hopefully as it's getting cold now, we're getting into December. I'm going to be settling down, staying home and eating all the fat foods, the chilies and the cornbreads and the thick soups and things like that. All the cozy homey foods. So I'm really excited about that. Cause I got it. I need to be thick. Okay, being skinny is fun for the Amazon, the $20 Amazon outfits, but also being thick is lit. So that's where I'm trying to be. You know, that's where I like my body and that's where I want to be. Um, other things that have happened since the last time we potted, um, Exotica, New Jersey went there. So much fun. Oh, my God. It was, it's really just fun to see the people that you follow on Instagram already. And just to meet them in person, to take a picture with them, to watch them do demos, to share space with them. So Exotica, New Jersey was a great time. My bad. I just looked at the camera because it looked like it wasn't recording. But <laughs> let me tell you something. I got, let me tell you something. Doing this video thing, it comes with a whole lot more than just doing audio. So I'm trying to make sure this, this happened right. And for a second, it looked like it wasn't recording. And if it was recording, I was going to go back in the house. I was going to take another shot. And then I was going to come back here and take another shot. And when I say I was going back in the house, that's because welcome to solstice y'all to the people that know solstice or i guess to the people that don't know solstice is my bus um i spent the last two years converting a school bus into a mobile home and i have decided before moving into this mobile home i'm gonna make this mobile home my mobile podcast studio baby so this is what we got going on right now like we got the whole shebang we got the shower we got the toilet we got the bed we got the fridge we got the kitchen i'm on the couch we got the whole we got the whole thing going we'll see where this goes you know hopefully in the summertime because it's too cold right now like it is freezing and trying to keep this thing warm is really hard and i don't do cold my cat don't do cold so we gotta figure out what that whole situation is gonna look like 
Um, other things that have happened since the last time we potted, I was on the Harder Soft podcast. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was a super fun episode. Go check me out on air, okay? It was it was it was really dope. Leave some comments or something like that. Make me make me look good in the comments, so maybe they'll have me back or something. We'll see about that. Um, other things that have happened since the last time we potted. Um, if y'all hear me clearing my throat or whatever, I am getting over a bug. I got sick. Now, I very, very rarely get sick. It is it is really a, a, a an extreme situation when I get sick, but I got sick. Um, <laughs> I went back and forth on whether or not I was going to tell y'all how I got sick. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. Okay, so I don't know. I don't exactly know how I got sick, but I can tell y'all how I think. I got sick. And when I say how I think I got sick, I'm like, I don't know. I want to say I feel like I'm probably 75% sure. I'm, that's too high. That's too high. I'm going to say it, it, this is 50%. The other 50% is literally I do not know. But let me tell you all how I think I got sick. Sick. 65%. This is going to be 65%. Definitely more than 50. All right. So I started having symptoms um, Friday, uh, Friday, Friday night, right? I started having symptoms of, of some type of little sickness, right? And in the days that followed, there was sore throat, body ache, fever, headache, no appetite, fatigue, um, what else? Um, sweating, like night sweats and stuff, chills, all that. It was, I was, I was really sick. Now I, I very rarely get, it is a very rare occurrence when I get sick. And when I get sick, it's usually pretty bad, but I never get sick very, very rarely. So I knew that this was something, this was something. And I assumed it was strep throat. So after, you know, four days when I was finally able to get out the bed, cause I was really stuck in the bed for days, couldn't get out the bed, didn't eat cause I, I couldn't eat. My throat was so sore that it literally felt like I was like swallowing glass. So I, um, I went to an urgent care and they tested me for COVID, obviously the flu and for strep throat. Cause I assumed that I had strep throat. All of the tests came back negative. They said, you don't have any of that. But they gave me um, a pack and was like, you know, just take these antibiotics. And, you know, if the antibiotics don't make you feel good, come back and let us know. So as I'm taking the antibiotics, it's a five-day situation, Z-Pack. Um, I am I am feeling better. I'm feeling significantly better. Even today, like, I still have a little bit of a sore throat. But overall, like, all of the body aches, all of the other symptoms, all of that stuff is gone. I feel, I feel a lot better. So, um, let me tell y'all what I think it was. So, I, I, I <laughs> I'm laughing because, I'm laughing, I'm laughing because this shit is funny. And it is, to some people, y'all gonna think this is bullshit, but I hope wholeheartedly believe this so i started having some symptoms on thursday i mean i started having some symptoms of being sick on friday the thursday before that friday i was doing what i do i was eating some ass you know what i'm saying and let me tell you about the ass that i was eating this was the first time that i had eaten his ass it was not something that we had planned to happen that night 
So mentally, I'm like, he didn't probably prepare. <laughs> he probably didn't prepare to get his ass eaten that night. That was not necessarily what we had planned. We didn't have nothing in particular planned, but he ain't know I was going to be eating his ass that night. I didn't know I was going to be eating his ass that night. You know? I, you know, I'm down there. I'm playing with his booty, whatever. Eat his ass. Now, it was not stink it didn't smell like shit <laughs> it didn't smell like shit i didn't you know i didn't see any booty duty crumbs in his asshole or anything like that um but you know i just know that that wasn't necessarily what we were planning to happen that night and i know for me when i know that i'm gonna be doing some booty play i am extremely thorough with the way that i prepare <laughs> my ass because I know something's gonna happen. So um, I mean, I'm I'm assuming he didn't do the super extra preparation for that, but his booty didn't stink or nothing like that. So I eat his ass, great, whatever. Friday afternoon, night, I started, you know, getting a little showing some symptoms of I could possibly be sick. So Saturday was when things really hit, and I was fucked up. I was in the bed for four days, couldn't get out of bed. I was actually sick, sick at that point. Um, and I think that I got sick from eating ass. Now, the fucked up part is when I went to urgent care and found out that I didn't have strep, um, COVID or the flu, I was telling one of my girlfriends about it and she was like, ha ha, that's what you get for eating ass. Like jokingly. And I was like, ha ha, shut the fuck up, bitch. All right. Then I text the dude and I was like, it's not COVID. It's not the flu. He was checking in on me. It's not COVID. It's not the flu. It's not strep throat. He was like, you know, then he texted me. was like, see what happens when you eat an ass. And I'm like, nigga, it's your ass that I was eating. So that was another joke. And then later on that night, a friend in a group chat posted something about like, uh, he went to the clinic to get tested. And there was a flyer at the clinic that said something about like, Something about spreading something by eating ass, right? And so he posted that in our group chat. And I laughed, but I was like, ha, ha, ha. But this is also a sign <laughs> for me because <laughs> everybody keeps insinuating that, you know, I'm sick. And granted, this friend that posted in the group chat knew nothing about me eating ass. And he didn't, I don't even think he knew that I was sick. Um, But when I saw that in the group chat, I laughed because I was like, I believe in signs. When I keep seeing signs and the universe keeps sending me signs, I listen to them. I watch them. I pay attention. And if the universe tried to tell me that because I ate ass, that's why I'm sick, then guess what? I'm sick because I ate ass. Okay. So that's why, <laughs> that's why I think I'm sick. And that's why I'll probably never be eating ass again. So... <laughs> more to come on that but you know if i never eat ass again understand that this is why and that's kind of fucked up because i ain't tell this young man that i think that he's the reason that i'm sick i gotta tell him before i release this episode okay that's gonna be a fun conversation <laughs> oh man okay so here's the thing when i decided to come back for season two i said i need to switch it up a little bit not only Am I going to bring video? I need to bring some segments. So, this first segment is going to be called, Let Me Put You On, okay? And this is going to be the segment where I put y'all on to some shit. 
It might be a toy. It might be a device. It might be a position. It might be a club or an event. But I'm going to put you onto some shit, and it's going to be some shit you may or may not know. Okay? So, for season two, episode one, I felt like I got to put y'all onto some really, really dope shit. Okay? So, let me put y'all on. I went to Colorado for a Halloween party this year. And when I was in Colorado, we all know weed is legal there. I made it a goal to find one thing while I was there. Okay. And that one thing that I would not leave Colorado without was some fucking THC lube. Mentally, I don't know what it feels like for my pussy to be high. But physically, I needed to know. I needed to know what that would feel like. So I went on a hunt, okay? And in that hunt, I found, first of all, this is my fanny pack. That's my little fanny pack that I wear, excuse me, when I go to parties. And this is where I put all of my my things. This is where my condoms go, my lube, toys, drugs, anything, uh, gum and mints, anything that I need to carry around the party with me, I put it in this little fanny pack and I carry this little fanny pack around with me at the party. So y'all going to see, y'all going to see her anyway. So here's what I found when I was in Colorado. I'm gonna try to hold it up to the camera. Don't know if y'all can see it, but if you can't, I'm going to post it on Instagram. So this product is called High on Love Simulating Sensual Oil with THC. Now, when I went on their website, the High on Love website, I didn't see this one with THC. I believe they have a product line with CBD, and then they have also they also have a product line with THC. I couldn't find a THC one online, but I found this in a dispensary in Colorado, and it says that you know contains marijuana, has a THC label on it. It got THC in it, y'all. So on um, what I did find online says intensify your pressure. Excuse me. Let me rewind. I can read. I swear to God, I can read it all. I promise. <laughs> intensify your pleasure and ignite the out of this world orgasms with this silky blend of natural oils and premium thc it won't get you high but it can elevate your climax high on love simulating stimulating sensual oil helps boost libido blood flow and sensation while banishing dryness and discomfort thoughtfully created by women blissfully appreciated by all made in small batches to ensure the highest quality possible um I have used this probably 10 times since I got it. I've had it maybe about a month. I love this stuff. Um, I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was expecting like tingly something, something, something. But all I can say is that when I use this, I use this with sex. I also use it while masturbating. Is it leaking? I think my bottle is leaking. Oh, I don't like that. I paid too much for this. Um, this bottle, this bottle is 30 milliliters and I paid about $70 for it. So the fact that it's leaking is not, let me write this company. Anyway, um, I use this while I'm masturbating. I've used this, um, while having partnered sex. It is amazing. It, it, it doesn't tingle. It doesn't, I would say it doesn't make anything feel differently. It just makes things feel stronger. Now, my favorite way that I've used this product so far has been with my, ready for it, ready for it, 
my Satisfier Pro 2. If you know me, you know that my Satisfier is my favorite toy in the world. I love this thing. This is one of the clit-sucking toys. Um, this is not the Pro 2 Plus. This is not the one with the vibration. I also own the one with the vibration, but the vibration just makes it too much. The suction is more than enough. I take two drops of this, doot, doot, drop it on my clit, rub it in real good, put this on my clit, and let it suck my clit to fucking oblivion. <laughs> and it's a great time. It is a it is a fantastic masturbation session, let me tell y'all. Um, and if you take that and then get a dildo in there too, something thick, nice stretch, or you know, if you have a partner, get a dick in Oh my god. It feels so good is what I'm getting at. I'm trying to tell you that this sh- <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that this combo is great. This combo and sex is great. It, it's it's great. I highly Highly recommend this project. This project. Wow, I'm sorry. This product. Okay, and so that's going to conclude this uh this episode's. Let me put y'all on. Okay, I hope I just put y'all on. Honestly, I'm about to try to get a promo code for this because I really want y'all to try this, and I really don't want y'all to pay seventy. 70 72 dollars. However much I pay for this, I don't want y'all to pay that much. So I'm gonna try to get a promo code, but I really want y'all to try this product. Okay, so let's actually get into the episode. When I sat down, and y'all might not know, but there's a lot of planning that goes into this. When I sat down, I said, how do I want to start off season two? I could not think of a better way to start off season two than to talk about foreplay. Okay, we all know what foreplay is. We all think we know what foreplay is, right? But I have my own ideas of foreplay and what it is and what it looks like and what it should feel like and what it should accomplish, right? But before I go into my definition of foreplay, I looked online, right? And I knew I was going to see some stuff that I was like, "Eh," but let me read y'all some of the stuff that I found online. Um, foreplay is erotic stimulation preceding intercourse. Let me tell you why I don't like that one. Um, I don't like that one because of the preceding intercourse. I just don't think that all foreplay has to lead into intercourse. My personal opinion, feel how you feel, but we'll get into that. Another one, um, I actually liked this one. Uh, foreplay is a set of emotionally and physically intimate acts between two or more people meant to create sexual arousal and desire for sexual activity. I actually, I actually kind of like that one. Another one that I found was foreplay, also called outer course, is any sexual activity that happens before sexual intercourse. Again, the before sexual intercourse part is the reason I want to be like, mm, not really, but I hear what they're saying. So after that, I said, you know what? I'm going to come up with my own damn definition of foreplay. And so my definition of foreplay is erotic, physical, and mental stimulation intentionally performed to produce arousal or sexual tension. Now, there's a couple key words in my definition, and that's why I felt like I had to come up. <laughs> that's why I felt like I had to come up with my own damn definition. And a couple of the key words are, first of all, physical and mental. 
I think some people sometimes think that foreplay has to always be like a physical. It has to be a touching or something going on. It has to always be a contact going on. No, physical um, foreplay can be mental. It, it does not have to be um, physical. Um, and then another important word in my definition, I feel like, is intentional. It has to be an intentional act. It has to be something that you are intentionally doing. It has to be y'all are at dinner and it's the way you're licking the spoon because you know it's going to turn your partner on. It has to be the uh special cologne that you're wearing because you know when you walk past her you know that that's that's her favorite cologne and it just makes her do something it makes her feel something and so you do that intentionally i feel like foreplay has to be intentional because i might like the way that you walk right the way you walk might might turn me on and so if you're just walking and it's turning me on that's not foreplay but if you're doing that walk and you're wearing that cologne that I like. And you licking your lips because you know I like that shit. And you're doing all of that stuff to purposely turn me on. Then I feel like it's foreplay. I feel like the people involved need to know that they're involved in order for it to be foreplay. Because I just be horny anyway. And when I'm really into somebody, I'm into them. And it really, it's not much that they can do that's not going to turn me on. My mind will start going before they do. So, unless they're trying to turn me on, I don't consider that foreplay personally. But that's my definition. This is also my podcast, so you could feel a different way, and that's okay. But I said what I said. Um, a couple of months ago, I asked some people on Instagram, you know, some of their favorite methods of foreplay, right? And so I'm going to share with y'all some of the responses that I got. Um, oral or massage with lights. Ki- well, sorry. Oral or massage with lights out, kissing her thighs and butt. Okay, that's fine. Um except for oral sex is not foreplay like oral sex is sex it's in it's it's in the title oral sex is not foreplay y'all once you start licking genitals and <laughs> licking genitalias once you start licking assholes <laughs> that's sex baby that ain't that ain't foreplay no more you you have crossed the line into the sexes So, um, let's first of all get that out of our heads. Oral sex is not foreplay. Oral sex is sex. And I'm talking to y'all, but I'm also talking to myself. Because I'm the queen of sucking some dick and going into sex. That's my my jam. But it's not that's sex y'all that is not foreplay don't don't just don't i'm not saying there's anything wrong with you know eating something licking something and going into sex but i'm just saying do not classify that and be like you know i did some foreplay there i licked your coochie that was foreplay because it's not two different things um some other answers that people gave was kissing and rubbing i like that i like some good kissing i do like some good kissing um listening to music now, that was something that I, I, I sat back and thought about it for a second. But that can be, if you are somebody that is really into music, listening to music with somebody can be very intimate. It can be very sensual. And so that's not something that I've used before, but that's something that I would like to use. I, I, I kind of imagine myself, this is going to sound mad high school, right? But I imagine myself like laying in bed and having one headphone and giving them one headphone and listening to music together and maybe, you know, telling them some of the imagery or something like that i don't know but i I do i do like that i do like you know being able to use music as a way to go into some foreplay um some other ones that people have shared were um exploring a body with my hands and lips 
I really, really like that. And I'm going to go into that a little bit more when I talk about some tips that I have for poor play. Uh, someone else said give oral. Again, oral sex is sex. It's in the title. Um, some more um, non-sensual touches, which might be one of my favorite ones on this list that I have experienced. Um, when somebody, I know for me, when somebody touches my neck, just touches my neck, no matter how they really touch, how they grab it to choke, put their hand at the back of my neck for whatever reason, something about having my neck touched, it do something to me. Something about having my thigh touched as well, it do something to me. So I understand the non-sensual touches, even having like the, the, the lower part of my back touch, it do something to me. Um, so those those intentional non-sensual touches can be can definitely be a form of foreplay. I, I feel like especially when it's done in public, it's like a naughty little thing. You be like, nigga, what is you doing to me? That's foreplay to me. That's foreplay to me. You getting me ready. You getting me warmed up. You know what I'm saying? It's cold outside. You warming this engine up and it's ready to go. So that's foreplay. <laughs> um, kisses and sniffing. I have been sniffed before. Being sniffed is actually very erotic. Being sniffed from head to toe, very, very erotic. I like that one a lot. Someone else said, I build up sexual tension by teasing with kisses, bites, licks, and caressing touches. Now, let me tell you what stood out about this one for me. What stood out about this one for me was the bites. Um, biting has made its way into my regular um <laughs> into my sex regularly uh I like to bite I don't know I want to say I don't know where it came from but let me tell y'all when it actually started okay I've been biting for a while a little while but when it became a regular thing for me was that night with Angus if you have not listened back to season one i think it was like episode 26 was when angus was a thing and he, he was the first person to let me and to 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 visibly be aroused by me biting him and i bit this man i feel like i bit this man from head to toe like i was biting his shoulders his chest his back his arms his leg like i just bit all over and not a biting like uh trying to take a hunk out of his skin but just like a nice sink your teeth and kind of bite not even leaving marks but definitely applying, applying some pressure. It was a nice, you know, soft area between leaving a mark and not. And it was, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's something really primal about biting that I really, really like. And it has, it has made its way into my regular play. I love, I love biting. I love biting. Um, I like to get bit, but when I get bit, I like to get bit probably a little harder. Not probably. I definitely like to get bit harder than the, than the way I bite people. I like to get bit to the point that like it's going to be sore tomorrow. And when I touch it, I'm going to be like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> Those are the bites that I like. Uh, but I don't bite people that hard. I like to bite people in kind of like a massaging way, just but all over their back. Any meaty part that I can grab, like I'm, I'm in it. I like that shit. Um, let me see. What other things that people say? Sensual dancing. Sensual dancing, honestly, was one of my favorite ones on this list. That's something that I've never done. Granted, 
understand this about Maj, okay? I got rhythm, but I don't have the moves. One second, I need a sip of my tea. Okay. I got rhythm, but I don't have the moves. So, I dance. Oh, I gets the fuck down. But it ain't gonna look cute. You know what I'm saying? But I can hit a little two-step with you. You know what I'm saying? I've been, you know, bumping and grinding on the dance floor since I was in, like, sixth grade or something, something like that. So if you want to get a little pondy west, you know what I'm saying? Put on some some fucking Jamaican music and let me let me feel like I'm doing something, like I'm an island gal. <laughs> I'll do that with you. You know what I'm saying? I could whine. I could poke it out and do all of that. So, like, you know, I would definitely love... <laughs> a chance to do some sensual dancing with somebody, you know, in a room, in a lingerie, that would be hot. I think that that would be something very sexy to do. It gives you an opportunity to, like, feel up your partner and stuff like that. And I, I really like that. So that's definitely something I would like to incorporate into um, into my foreplay. And then one of the last ones is kissing and breast and mouth. Go ahead and suck a titty. Go on and suck a titty. We could go with sucking a titty is definitely a form of, of of foreplay. But even better than sucking a titty. Actually, I was about to get into the tips. Let me go, let me go into the tips. Let me go into the tips. Because I got I got a couple tips for y'all. Um, when it comes to foreplay. So these are tips that I I came up with, right? And um I think that foreplay just is something that we should incorporate more into our play. I understand that sometimes we're at a, you know, we are at a time restraint or we're just tired and we kind of just want to get to it. But like, I think that foreplay should definitely be prioritized. So, you know, before we even get into the tips, let's talk about why foreplay isn't prioritized. And I said that with a little bit of aggression, I realize. And that's because... Sometimes it is a point of frustration. I think that our understanding of what sex is and how sex goes came from a lot of the porn that we watch, right? And as sex positive uh, kinksters and as sex positive adults, we are realizing that the porn that we watched growing up and the porn that people still watch now is not how sex goes or even better yet it might be arousing to one but it ain't arousing to the other okay and i think that sometimes and i'm going to speak very heteronormatively right now um i think sometimes we think that the dick got hard Enough has happened so that the dick can get hard. So enough should have also happened so that the pussy gets wet. Right? That's just not true. The same thing that, you know, the dick might be aroused by and the same things that get the dick ready are not going to be the same things that the pussy get aroused by and the same things that get the pussy ready. I will use porn for an example. There are certain types of porn. I'm very picky when it comes to porn. First of all, I'm not a huge porn watcher in the first place. Start there. And when I do watch porn, I'm very, very picky when it comes to my porn. Okay? I am not aroused by seeing some 
woman on her knees and there's a bunch of guys jerking off in front of her face, bukkake style. Like that, that literally does nothing for me. It, it kind of actually creeps me out more than anything. It makes me uncomfortable. I like to see porn that I want to see myself in. Granted, I would be cool with a bukkake situation, but it wouldn't look like that. It would be, it would look a lot more intentional and caring like i need to know that i'm cared about in my sex and that just that just doesn't look it just looks like she really wanted that however much she was getting paid for that video she's not really into it her coochie's probably not even actually wet like i like porn that looks like the sex that i have i like porn that looks like especially the women are enjoying it like that's the type of shit that i like that just that's just not gonna do it for me so if somebody was trying to use porn as a form of foreplay, which I think is fine. That's not going to be the type of something that's going to get my coochie going. That might get your dick hard, but it's not going to get my coochie wet. So, you know, certain things get certain people aroused. And so understanding that is is definitely really important. And and so I think that that's where our ideas of of foreplay and of how sex happened came from. We watch those porns and there's never really foreplay. There's like playing with some titties sucking some dick eating some pussy and then the sex happens like there is no there is no foreplay there is no like sensuality so that's one reason why i think foreplay isn't prioritized um but i think it definitely should be prioritized because when a pussy is wet oh my god when the coochie is ready hot and ready hot pocket motherfucking pizza pocket pizza rolls tostinos when the coochie is ready to go the sex is fire the sex is so so much better and even furthermore beyond just wetness right the vagina expands so that it can take more when it's more aroused literally what i'm saying right now is the coochie get deeper if it's the more aroused it is the coochie gets deeper you could fill that bitch up so much more when it is aroused versus when it's not i read this online but i also have experienced this myself when i sometimes i masturbate because i'm so horny and sometimes i masturbate because like out of boredness or because i just i really just want an orgasm not horny but i just want to feel an orgasm i've masturbated for other reasons as well but let me tell you something i can get my favorite dildo so much deeper when i'm actually aroused when i'm at those horny points it's so much easier to get it in i'm wetter my coochie is less it's not so like squeezing tight to death because she can do that sometimes like she's a lot more relaxed and just it's it's a it's a much better experience when i'm actually aroused so this is why uh this is why foreplay is really important like feel a different coochie you know what i'm saying get that coochie actually ready um so now i'm actually gonna go into the tips okay so here are my tips for foreplay number one and this tip is gonna be obvious and this is gonna be a tip that i'm gonna probably give and use for everything because it's i really feel like it's the best tip when it comes to sex like the first tip that I'm going to give when it comes to foreplay is literally try asking your partner what they like. Ask them what they're turned on by. Ask them what they want to experience and create that experience for them. And that that is, you know, 
as a woman, as a man, as a straight person, as a person that's not straight, like ask your partner what they want. Ask this person what they like, what they want to do, like what they want to experience, what they want to feel, what turns them on. Ask those questions. I think that those are very important questions to ask. Don't assume that you already know. Don't assume that everything that you've done with other people is going to work with this person because everybody is every physical body is different. It, it is different. They all operate in different ways. Things that arouse me might not arouse you. Things that arouse you, I might have never heard of. So like just ask ask your partner. And if they don't know, which sometimes that's the case, then you know, go go exploring. Go exploring. Um another way um another tip for foreplay. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but make sessions out of foreplay. And when I say that, I mean, make the foreplay the session. And when I say that, I mean, don't always look for, don't always make it a thing that sex has to happen after foreplay. I'm going to give an example, a fairly recent example. Um, I was with a friend recently and... I wanted to have sex. He knew that I wanted to have sex. I was texting him. We were together throughout the day and I was texting him, telling him that I wanted him to do some very sexual things to me. Um, he kept saying like, I'm busy. Maybe after I'm done, whatever. One second. I have to drink my tea. And, um, I wanted sex. The coochie was ready. The coochie was horny. I hadn't, we, you know, we didn't have sex all that day. I wanted, I wanted some, I wanted some, some dick. I wanted some cock really bad <laughs> i really wanted it i wanted it so at one point i'm in his room i think i was getting dressed i don't remember what i was doing i was in his room maybe packing my bags because it was time for me to get ready to go and he called me over and when he called me over i was looking at him and i was like oh he ready oh he about to fuck the shit out of me yeah about to go down so i came over to him and I'm standing in front of him and I like go to kiss him and he moves my hands away from his face and I was like oh I can't kiss you okay so then I start trying to like rub his chest and he moves takes my hands and puts them down and I'm like I can't rub him so I go to grab his dick and he wouldn't let me do that and I was like I can't touch his dick either so I was like let me suck his dick so I get down and try to suck his dick and he's like no and I was like what the fuck am I here for what am I doing here so and this whole time he's not talking he he does not say a word and so he turns me around and so my back is now to him and he starts kissing my neck and rubbing my arms and kissing my back and I go to like grab his head because that's my reaction you kissing on my neck and shit I want to like you know <laughs> and he moved my hand and like shook his head and was like like kind of like a damn you you hard-headed and I was like I don't know what I'm supposed to do here okay so he's kissing my neck back rubbing my arms and all that stuff and so I reach around and I try to grab his dick and he like pops my hand and I put my hand back to my side. So now I'm just standing here while this man is kissing my neck and kissing my back and rubbing my arms. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I don't know what's happening. 
And then he tells me to take down my pants. And so I oblige, obviously, because I'm like, I'm about to get fucked. I'm about to get fucked. And as I take down my pants, he grabs my hand and puts it on my pussy, like telling me to play with it. So I'm like, okay. So now I'm rubbing my coochie. I'm getting all excited and shit. I'm like, yes, I'm about to get fucked. I know he gonna fuck the shit out of me. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm rubbing my coochie. And then I try to grab his dick again and he pops me again. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, that's not gonna happen. But his dick was hard. His dick was hard. He was ready. I know he was ready. And I know I knew I was about to get fucked. So I'm rubbing my coochie. I'm rubbing it. I'm rubbing it. I'm rubbing it. I lean on the bed at this point because I'm getting into it. Like, I'm rubbing it. I'm rubbing it. I'm rubbing it. Rubbing it. I come. He stands me back up. He tells me to pull up my pants. Turns me around. He kisses me on my forehead. And he sends me on my way. That's fucked up. If you watch this, that was fucked up. That was really fucked up. I was so horny after that. I was so horny after that. It didn't make any fucking sense. Was that the time that I left and went to my other friend's house? I don't remember. But I was really horny after that. And I was pissed off because that's fucked up. But what I'm saying is... All foreplay doesn't have to lead to sex. And honestly, I was so horny after that. Like, if I was to see him the next day, I would have fucked the shit out of him. Kind of out of spite. A little bit out of anger, but also out of just sheer horniness. Um, so another tip <laughs> for foreplay. Let me get back on track. Another tip for foreplay is try, and this is not something that I've had happen to me, but this is something that I would love for somebody to use on me. Um, try telling your partner, you tell me when you want to put it in. You tell me when you want me to put it in. Give them, let them have control over when the sex happens. You continue doing all of the things that y'all are doing. All of the play, all of the touching, all of the kissing, all of the dancing, listening to music, the biting, the sniffing, whatever it is. You continue doing all of those things. And you tell your partner, I want you to tell me when you want me to fuck the shit out you. I will not fuck you until you tell me to. That's hot. That's some sexy ass shit. Somebody tell me that. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Another tip. I recently shared this on Instagram is body worship. So if you don't know what body worship is, body worship is a kink um, where one person kind of praises, worships, adorns the, uh, you know, a body part or the entire body as a whole. And so what that might look like is even uh fucking pussy worship. Pussy worship is a thing. Ass worship, titty worship, body worship, foot worship. It's all a thing. Any part of your body can be worshipped. But let's use pussy worship. What pussy worship might look like is it might look like a massage. Massaging the vagina. You know? Getting up in there. Massaging it real good. Very sensually. Really just getting into the a massage of the, the cooch. The coochie. The pussy. The punani. The box. The cat. Massage that thing. Massage it. Talk to it. You're so beautiful. This beautiful fucking pussy. Oh my god. I can't wait to fucking devour you. 
uh like get it get into it really adorn it this beautiful pussy you bring life you give me life you feel so good you're so warm you're so fucking soft get into it really really get into it adorn it worship it you love it tell it you love it you know ignore the person up top talk to the coochie okay pussy worship is fucking hot some other ways to um you know incorporate foreplay or some other foreplay tips is role playing Role playing is a nice way to possibly prolong, you know, sex before it happens. Um, and y'all can really get into a four way, four, four way, four play, four play is hilarious to me um, because, you know, I'm not a good actress. And so it's just fun to do. And it, it's, it's just foreplay is just fun to do. Putting on a, a voice, an accent, a costume, like it's just it's fun, and so that's a really nice way to prolong, you know, things before sex. And those awkward, funny moments are just they're fun. They're just a, it's a bonding moment. It's a moment to connect in a different way. More ways, um, and this is one that I'm actually giving from experience as well. Try bathing your partner. Bathing somebody is such a sensual thing to do for them. Um, I used to have subs bathe me. Now, my subs were not people that I was sexually, intimately attracted to at all. But one of my services, uh, one of the services that they provided for me was bath time. And so they would run my bath. They would put however many drops of however many different oils I told them to put in there very meticulously um when I got into the bath they would bathe me with the exfoliating gloves and really bathe me and really you know scrub scrub into my skin and when I was done they would dry me off and when I was out of the shower they would oil me down now I was not sexually attracted to them but having someone assigned to that service that took that service so seriously it was it was very arousing for me. So although I was not attracted to these people, it, it did make me bath time always made me very horny. Um, and they rubbed me down with the, with the oils, the coconut oil, the grapeseed oil, jojoba oil, whatever oils I was using at the time. Bath time was my favorite activity. Bath time was lit, and I would love. That's actually something I would love to perform um, for somebody else. And my last tip for foreplay is going to be make it a goal to touch every single part of your partner's body before sex happens whether you are touching touching <laughs> whether you are touching their body with your hands your lips another part of your body touch every part of their body from their scalp to the bottom of the palms of their feet touch every single part of their body before sex happens However you want to make that happen, whether it is biting, sniffing, licking, kissing, massaging, whatever. Touch them. Touch their entire body. Feel their entire body with your body in some way before sex happens. And until every part of their body is touched, there's no, there's no penetration. There's no licky licky. Okay? I think that that's a really nice, a really nice way to explore your partner's body. Um, and to help you kind of time out foreplay and give it, you know, give it some time. Because I think we get we get so excited. I think we're all, we all get excited when it comes to sex. We all turn into like little kids. I don't want to say little kids, that's fucked up. But like teenagers, we turn into horny little teenagers. And we get so excited to jump into the sex that we forget that 
there are other things that can be done before we get there. Like what I just what is the rush? There's no need to rush. The sooner I feel like the sooner sex happens, especially in straight sex, the sooner sex happens, the sooner it's over. So let's just prolong it. Let's prolong it. Let's do let's do all of the things before we get there. That's how I feel these days. I want it to last. I want I want all of those good feelings and good touches and good kisses. I want all of that stuff to last. So like let's prolong it as long as we can. Okay. And that's what I got to say about foreplay. But before I go, I have two things for you. Another new segment for the Fun Sexual Podcast. Ready? It's called The Playlist. Okay? So the playlist is songs to play to. Songs to have sex to. Okay? We are going to start a playlist. And every episode, I'm going to give you one new song. So right now, this is going to be a real short playlist, but <laughs> as the weeks go on, we're going to add more songs and it'll get longer, okay? And this is a Spotify playlist. I'll have a link on my uh, in my bio for y'all for the playlist, okay? So here we go. The very first song that I am adding to the playlist, okay? And these are going to be songs that I like to have sex to. Y'all already know. I know y'all already know this song because this song is lit. Early in the mornings when I think about you. Yeah. I hit you like what you say. Yeah. Jeremiah. All the time. Y'all know that song. I could fuck you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is that is a great song to have sex to. When that song comes on at a sex party, I be like, I need to find somebody if I'm not already with somebody. That's a great song to fuck to. It's just got a really nice something to it. So that's the very song. The very song. Ooh, that is the very first song for the fun sexual playlist. Okay. So before I get out of here, upcoming events. Really important. Um, so December 3rd, after Exotica DC. I came together with the Hard or Soft podcast, and we are bringing you the Hard, Soft, and Fun. See what I did there? Hard, Soft, and Fun. I'm the fun. Got the Hard and the Soft. I'm the fun. Hard, Soft, Fun. Hard, Soft, and Fun play party, December 3rd in Alexandria, Virginia. If you are going to be at Exotica, D.C., you're going to want to come to this play party. If you just live in the DMV area, you're going to want to come to this play party. Uh, to come to the party, Link in my bio, link in the Heart of Soft podcast bio. Um, fill out the vetting form. After you fill out the vetting form and you get approved, we will send you the Eventbrite link. When we send you the Eventbrite link, you can purchase your ticket and you can show up to the party. It's going to be a great motherfucking time. I know I'm personally excited for several reasons. One, because this is one of my final times stepping out for the year. I'm tired. I have done a lot. I have done a whole lot, especially this summer on. I've done a lot. I'm tired. This is going to be one of my final times stepping out for the year. One. Two, I am excited because if you know me, you know that my intro into kink and into the lifestyle altogether came from the DMV area. So I got some kinksters from my past and then I got kinksters from my present that are all going to be in the same space. And it's just going to be like a smorgasbord of yumminess. And I am so excited about this party oh my god so again that is december 3rd 
the hard, soft, and fun. I'm the fun. Hard, soft, fun. Um, play party in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, again, if you're gonna be exotic, if you're going to be ex- at Exotica, come through. It's gonna be a really, really good time. I don't want y'all to miss this party. Um, that's it. That's all I got right now. Uh, 2022 is is a month away, and I really, I'm really excited actually for 2022. I'm excited for the Fun Sexual Podcast for 2022. I'm excited for some plans and some things that I'm planning for 2022. So. Just be ready to come on this ride with me, y'all. Because it's going to be fun. Okay? I don't know where it's going. I never know where this shit is going. But I just know that this shit ends up being a good fucking time. Okay? I love y'all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. And that concludes episode one of season two of the Fun Sexual Podcast.